Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube and aren't subscribed, make sure and click the subscribe button, like, comment, let us know everything about the episode. If there's any follow-up questions you would like us to have, um, either with the guest or a future topic that we cover, um, or a completely different subject that you'd like to hear about on the Diesel Podcast, let us know in the comments. We're always checking and love to be able to take your guys' feedback and then be able to create future episodes out of them. Today, I'm going to be joined by Kyle from Hot Shot Secrets, and he had a really great idea and uh, something I hadn't thought of before, which is how can we protect our DPFs? They're under a lot of different challenges with the quality of fuel, um, maintenance, tons of different things, and he had some really good insights. So I wanted to have him on the podcast today to talk about that and a, a bunch more as it pertains to our trucks. Before we get to it, though, I want to remind you our friends over at Kershaw Knives have a 20% off site-wide code for you. Just use code 23diesel20 at Kershaw dot k-a-i-u-s-a.com for 20 percent off they got a ton of different knives to meet any budget any use so if you need something for edc or hunting fishing around the job site around the house they've definitely got you covered they've had a bunch of new releases in 2023 one of their newest models is the duralock which it has a blade that's made out of d2 steel um, and the way that the mechanism opens and closes is really really super smooth um, i've got a few of them myself and then love just like have it in my pocket um, throw it in the truck take it camping, fishing. Uh, it's a great knife. So if you're in the market, make sure and head on over to their website, check them out and use code 23diesel20 for 20% off site-wide. All right, let's get to today's podcast with Kyle from Hot Shot Secrets and talking about ways we can help protect our DPF and even prolong the life of it. Kyle, welcome to the welcome to the Diesel Podcast. I I, I love chatting with you. I've seen you've been really busy uh, so far this year. There's been a lot, a lot of shows, a lot of events, a lot of things. Um, I've seen Hot Shot Secrets pretty much everywhere. So I'm excited to have you on the podcast there in the office and we're going to be talking about something really interesting. And, um, you know, when you had mentioned it to me the other day, I thought this would be fantastic for a podcast and for, you know, diesel mechanics, diesel truck owners, enthusiasts, people thinking about getting a diesel. So it'll definitely be a good time. Hey, well, thanks for having me back, Patrick. Uh, always enjoy spending some time with you and talking fluids, man. We, we dig that here. Oh yeah. Yeah. But what, what, um, what have you been up to since we chatted last? Busy. Lots of, uh, we're in full swing of motorsport season. So I'm, uh, he actually caught me in the office. I'm going to be on the road for the next five weeks. Wow. And I just get off the four weeks off the road. So <laughs> yeah, lots of, lots of action out there. You know, the, um, with, with this topic, there's, there's so many questions and we're going to be chatting about DPFs and regens and fuel and maintenance and, and how that all works together. And, I'm really curious to learn because I think some of the things you're going to talk about, <clears throat> I've never really thought of or, or never even thought to ask the questions of how can I do this? But you guys have a lot of information, a lot of studies that you guys have done and ways you've helped you know, different uh, different customers out there to do that. Yeah, so and you know, this whole DPF world, obviously it's a, it's a big topic with the diesels um, when they, you know, it's really not good technology. Like the, the manufacturers still haven't figured out how to make a very efficient uh, DPF system. And 
they're problematic and they're expensive. And as we know, um, we all don't want them on there, but <laughs> you know, you know how much trouble that we get with them out. So we have to learn how to live with them and without them making them a better, you know, component to these vehicles. Um, yeah, you really got to take care of them or it's going to cost you some money. Yeah, they definitely get expensive. And I think that's probably the most common question that I'll see is how can I make sure that um, it doesn't get clogged or <clears throat> are there ways to improve the maintenance of my vehicle so I don't have issues and I don't get stuck either waiting for it to come off a of back order or spending thousands of dollars to get it. So what kind of what kind of studies or information have you guys come across over the years to be able to answer that question? Well, there's, you know, I, like I always tell you, Patrick, I try to stay in my lane of lubricants. You know, there is, uh, and certainly, as you know, you need to be using your DEF fluid uh, that assists the process of, of the DPF. Uh, we don't manufacture DEF fluid or anything like that, but it's, it's certainly part of the part of the process. Uh, short of that, there is a lot you can do, uh, particularly treating the fuel uh, that, that that you're putting in the truck. Now, we've talked a lot about uh, performance gains with fuel, um, protection of the fuel system with fuel additives. We are always looking at mile per gallon. Uh, we do a lot of uh, efficiency studies and, 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 and the payback on on your fuel additives really comes on, you know, saving mile per gallon at it. And we do tons and tons of studies. We get asked about that stuff all the time. It's the, it's the hero story we hear from customers and, you know, of, of, Oh, I picked up X percentage of, of, you know, efficiency using a fuel additive. And what a lot of people don't know is that that's also a place where you can protect and preserve and, and really make sure your DPF system, uh, stays intact and stays working for a long time, and uh, it's one of those one of those things you don't you don't feel the gain, you don't feel that cetane boost out of the seat of your pants and say, "Wow, I like this running," you know, from a uh, uh, DPF side of things. But over a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand miles, when you start getting DPF bills, you wish you would have done something then. So uh, it's just an added bonus to. Uh, treating your fuel for other purposes. One of the benefits is prolonging the lifespan of your DPF system and, uh, you know, reducing maintenance on it. Uh, so you actually get long use out of the, an expensive system. What happens, say, if there aren't fuel additives used? And, and I know, you know before we've chatted about um, lubricity and water dispersion and all that sort of stuff, but just focusing on I think it's the DPF and the fuel system and the injectors and the quality of the fuel and the burn that's affecting it. Um, what, what have you guys seen or, or, or what kind of, I mean, there's so much history and so much time and research and development you guys have had with it. You know, were people approaching you guys with a hundred thousand miles, 200,000 miles and saying, Hey, this truck's completely stock. This is what happened with my DPF, and then you kind of, you know, started to really take a look at it. Sure, I, I, and actually, I'm impressed with uh, you've been learning. You, <laughs> you, you nailed some of the the key components of, of fuel additives, and uh, we're going to talk about a few of those. It, it, and you hit it on the head. Uh, you know, we'll, we can dive into our products later, but uh, there's six main components in our fuel additives that that we put out there. And what we're doing is we're treating the poor fuel that we get from the pump 
and we're protecting our fuel systems. So um, of those six components, you named a few. We have a water dispersion in there. Uh, we have a rust and corrosion inhibitor in there. We have certainly a lubricity additive. You and I have talked a lot about low lubricity fuel. Those are all good things for good purposes. Uh, those are not really going to infect your, your DPF. So we're going to take those off the table for today's discussion. Uh, we spent a lot of time on those in the past. But the three other aspects uh, of the fuel additive can actually help and preserve your DPF system. That's an injector fuel system cleaner, a cetane booster, and a fuel stabilizer. So uh, we'll kind of dive into each of those, but but yeah, you're right. The, the there's other benefits of those. Obviously, like we said, mile per gallon gains, um, just protecting your system in general, keeping your system clean. Uh, but yeah, we've we've we had people come to us uh, with DPF problems on much younger than 100,000, 200,000 mile trucks. Uh, people very surprised that they're getting an expensive bill coming to them uh, to to take care of a DPF system that is prematurely failing and wanted to know why um, versus 300,000 mile trucks that have never had an issue at all uh, with the DPF system. So I guess to, to start this off, the, the bigger picture that we're looking at here is any of the unspent fuel, any let's call it wasted fuel that you're putting through your system, uh, it, is going to go to the DPF system. It's it's the catch-all for the unspent, unused fuel. Now, for your efficiency purposes, for your mile per gallon, for your pocketbook, uh, any unspent fuel is wasted money too. So there's there's a payback here for 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 you know treating your fuel for whatever purpose you're doing it. It it actually has quite a few uh, good returns on that investment, including the preservation of the DPF system that you don't really have to cash in on until it's a problem down the road. So protecting it early from the start is the best thing to do. Whether you have a new truck uh, with a brand new system, they still suck. Whether it's a new or old system, all the DPF systems are not that efficient. Uh, or an older one that you don't know how well the first guy took care of it. And uh, you wanna make sure from now on, I'm gonna get the best efficiency out of it. So um, I, uh, we'll, we'll start with just kind of the easiest one because it's real simple to explain is, is, is a fuel stabilizer. We, we talked in the past about how diesel fuel can start to oxidize in as, as quick as 30 days. And often from the time it takes fuel to get from the refinery to the pump, it's been 30 days. So that fuel at the pump is right at the point of starting to oxidize. And that's just, once fuel starts to oxidize, the cetane lowers, it, you're not gonna get as clean a burn. You're gonna be putting more particulate into the filter out of the gate. So that's kind of a black and white one right there. Make sure you're stabilizing your fuel. Uh, and again, it's not for the people that just drive their truck periodically uh, because the fuel you're getting from the pump could already be in that process. So it's important to have some sort of stabilizer in there uh, to prevent the fuel from turning bad, which then just compounds and makes your DPF work over time. And the more it works, the more likely you're gonna have a problem with it and it's gonna wear those components out prematurely. Um, so that's an easy one. Uh, where we get a little more complicated is once we get into the, the fuel injectors the, and, and, and keeping those clean. Uh, we've talked about those in the past too, and it's important to keep the fuel system clean, but particularly in the injector is where we start to see a lot of efficiencies with whether the fuel's good, bad, or ugly. Uh, 
you can have a lot of losses there. So it's, it's, it's paramount to keep your injectors clean, um, not just for your mile per gallon or for the lifespan of your injector, but because of how much control they have over sending bad, you know, unspent, unused fuel over to the DPF. That's a, that's a, a topic that, you know, I, uh, recently we did uh, an episode with um, an injector company and a listener had, had, I think he had a six, seven power stroke and it was a, a newer one. And he had an issue where he was trying to isolate, is it with the DPF or with the injectors? And we had talked about how important it is to keep them clean because with modern electronics, the trucks, they pick up on balance rates and, and it's yep. just this whole thing that happens. So you definitely yeah, link to that. It is, it, it, it's, it's, it's a few things and this can get into, um, I'm sure some of the piston companies you, you talked to could probably address this better than I can. But as we know, we want that, we want that injector having a perfect spray pattern with perfect animation, hitting the sweet spot of that injector head, uh, for the optimum burn. Um, this also affects, so if your injectors start to get gummed up, if they start to get dirty, that spray pattern goes everywhere. And if it's not hitting that sweet spot right on the piston, all that extra fuel gets pushed through, turns into soot, runs into the DPF um, system. So if we keep that injector clean, and then also the atomization of the fuel. And again, that takes a really nice clean injector as they're designed to, to really atomize that fuel. So, you know, to make it more combustible when it hits that sweet spot. And our whole goal here is to use every drop of fuel that you've got in your fuel tank uh, to make that truck go forward. You know, like we don't want to waste any of that. It's money wasted, uh, but more so it makes all your components work that much harder, particularly the DPF system. So a nice clean fuel system, particularly clean injectors, injector tips, allows for a perfect spray pattern to hit the right spot of the injector, or I'm sorry, right spot of the piston, um, with a high level of atomization. And, uh, and then this also affects, like you said, the computer kicks in. So it affects the timing of, of, of the injector, you know, balance rates and, 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 and when and how they hit. So, uh, injector cleaners are just the number one way to really attack and make sure those are clean. So you don't have, um, just extra fuel going to that DPF to make it work harder and prematurely, you know, fail. Yeah. Yeah, and I see I see so many different ways this can apply to, I mean, the last, um, gosh, sixteen years of trucks is, you have the early ones um, that had the DPFs and and you know people are looking at buying an older truck. You you won't really there's no way to know how that truck was necessarily maintained or what you know the condition of the DPF is, or you go and spend a whole bunch of money on a brand new one, and you want to avoid that issue of you know, what, why is it plugged and, you know, what's going on and just, just uh, uh, avoid it, whether it's a, an older diesel or a newer one. Yep. And, and you, you do never know, especially with the DPF system, it's very hard to diagnose uh, a DPF or how efficient it's running. And the only thing you really do, especially if you buy a, a used one is you're watching your gauge, you know, you're watching, especially if it's an older one that didn't have much, data to send back to the dashboard either. Uh, I know a lot of the modern ones now can tell us, you know, when it's regenning, how much the DPF's, you know, filled, um, et cetera. Uh, if you don't have any of that data, you're just kind of guessing and you're looking at your def usage and 
how much it's consuming the death fluid and assuming that everything's working well, but, uh, or not. And, uh, but, but again, it goes back to what you can do, uh, from that point forward to clean that up and, and keep going. If, if, if the former user wasn't using much of an injector cleaner that you're going to have other problems, of course, but that also tells you that that def system probably wasn't maintained properly as well. So it's important to start from there. And at the end of the day, it's really, uh, I kind of like to say like these, these, these DPF systems, they have, they have a lifespan to them. And if you don't use them that much, they'll last longer. It's as simple as that. And that's what I was saying at the beginning that they're not, they're still not designed well. They're not designed for the long term. So the trick to preserving them is to try to make them not work that much. Like just the less spent fuel to them, the better. So that's why the injector cleaner is important. Like I said, to make sure that we're using all the fuel and we're not pushing past spent fuel to the DPF system, um, keeping it stabilized, like I said. And another thing is the cetane. We've talked about cetane before. Uh, we, you know, we talk about how low cetane there is on the pump. Uh, you know, it's a, a, a nation national minimum of 40 cetane. I, I think we talked about California has a little better fuel. They get a 50 yeah. cetane minimum out there. Uh, these systems want a higher cetane uh, fuel. So what, what the higher cetane does is it, is it, and uh, the, I'm right here by the lab. They hate when I say this, but <laughs> it basically makes that fuel more explosive. You know, it's not a technical term there, but uh, it allows it to, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Allows it to for a more complete burn of the fuel. Um, it maximizes the efficiency of that burn. So the higher we can get the cetane up, the easier it is for that engine to use up that fuel back when it comes to the injector, hits that sweet spot, fully atomized. Well, if you're sending, if you got that all that clean and you're sending it really high cetane fuel, it just, it just, it's, it's, it's money for that, that piston head to, to use up all that fuel rather than sending it by. Uh, on the more technical side of it, it it what cetane is is technically doing is kind of increasing that burn window of the fuel. Um, normally, you have a short spike as you know your injectors you know hitting your piston with the fuel. This opens up that little window a little bit more for a more full burn of that fuel. So you're not just getting a a quick swing at, at burning it off. It, it extends that tiny little window. Well, that tiny little window allows all of that fuel fuel to, to burn more completely if you raise the cetane level up. So that's why a cetane um, booster is very important to have, uh, not just for efficiency of fuel, power, all the things that we like. Um, it does have a direct effect on your DPF system by making all of that fuel uh, have a more complete full burn and less waste. And as we know, the waste is the particulate that goes to the DPF that then needs to be regened. I'm glad that you mentioned regens because I wanted to ask you about that because it's a, a question that uh, I see a lot is why does my truck regen so much? Or, you know, how can I, is there anything I can do to prevent 
it regenning so much. And I know it's a really complex topic, but as we focus it in on fuel and additives and the topic we're chatting about today, what kind of data or research or studies have you guys done in the past to be able to either see, hey, we can we can lower the frequency of regens by attacking it these three different ways. Um, I, I think that'll really help people kind of connect the dots because I I know you know on the newer trucks you can see when it's going into regen or you know the older ones you could kind of tell when it was doing it and you think oh, is there any way I can lower this and, and have it be more efficient um, so I don't have to have as many regens. Absolutely, and and that's what we like to do here. You know we. We're all into the testing. I've got a great uh, white paper that we did on a case study. We're here in central Ohio. We're in Mount Gilead, Ohio, just north of Columbus. And uh, we partnered up with the city of Columbus to do um, an EPA-based test on the fuel additives. But as we mentioned earlier, we've done a lot of uh, efficiency testing, mile per gallon uh, type of testing for fuel additives. This was specifically designed to measure the reduction of regens. Um, we, it's what we were looking for as um, from, from our standpoint, we were looking to reduce the regens. It also it, kind of a two way street because they were also looking to reduce maintenance cost, which is tied into the regions. So this kind of covers both. Now this isn't for the everyday guy. This was uh, used on a, um, some fleet vehicles from some city vehicles, but they get, they get used all, you know, <laughs> rough and tumble and, um, a lot of idle time, a lot of, you know, uh, different driver each day sometimes. So it's your it's your torture test, if you will, uh, much, much more harsh than your daily driver is going to see. Uh, but we uh, we do have a white paper. It's case study 1510B, Fleet Regeneration Cycle Reduction. So if you're a real nerd like us, um, you can find this on our website. Patrick, maybe you can link to this and yeah. we can get this out there. Uh, and I do have a very clean infographic. I like the color pictures that button up the technical stuff. So for the non-technical side, we got a great infographic that kind of spells it all out. But the uh, city of Columbus, we did two trucks out of their fleet. It was a 2008 Freightliner, an MT-106 TA, and we did a 2013 Ford F-550 with a 6.7 power stroke engine. And what we did was we simply put them on our two-step fueled a diet was, was the way I like to call it um, using our diesel extreme and our everyday diesel treatment. Now, both these products have those six things I mentioned earlier, but most importantly, the three components that I said, help the DPF uh, injector fuel system, cleaner, cetane uh, booster and a fuel stabilizer. Um, and just so to give you context, the way these products work together, the diesel extreme, uh, has everything in it that the EDT does. It's just, it has an absolute ton of that fuel system injector cleaner. It's designed to use periodically, like maybe every six to 10,000 miles, while the everyday diesel treatments uh, has like a keep clean level of the injector cleaner. So you can use it in every single tank efficiently. And that's exactly what we did with these two trucks, testing them against the rest of their fleet. Um, and they they were put on that, on that diet. So the... Freightliner, the 2008 Freightliner, had was averaging 36 regens per year. So they were seeing uh, three regens per month on that. The labor expense, and, the, and I, I will get in the expense side for anybody that's interested in the cost savings too. 
Um, that cost them $2,880 and $504 of fuel expense and $36 of uh, death fluid expense. Because you also got to remember when it's regenning, uh, uh, without getting into how the whole DEF system or the DPF system works, it's firing that up to over a thousand degrees and you're burning fuel. So there's a, there's literally a fuel cost to your system regenning too much. It's just wasting your fuel too, to do so. So that was a, uh, annual expense was $3,420 was their average coming in on that. Uh, we treated their, their system, uh, with our, our two-step treatment. We kept the cetane up. We moved the cetane up seven points on every single tank. Uh, we kept the injectors clean throughout and kept the fuel stabilized. It was the only change made to the vehicle. And it the result after the treatment was their annual regens went from 36 annuals to six. Okay. So drastic reduction. They're regening once every other month as opposed to three times per month. And... That alone, that saved the labor expense for that, dropped down to 480. The fuel expense dropped down to 84. Uh, death fluid expense dropped down to six. The annual expense for the, for that went from 3,420 to $570. The cost of product they used over that time was $210. So they spent $210 on Hot Shots products to save $2,700 on fuel expense, death expense, downtime, maintenance, all that. So uh, it was a real eye opener for them. Um, it really showed us how many, how you can really reduce regens. And they like to see the added cost reduction to all that as well. And uh, the, uh, and I'll run you through the 674 because that's probably more appropriate to your audience. There's probably a lot more of them out there than the Freightliners. Um, they had the same average, 36 regens, and the labor expense was much cheaper than the big rig. Uh, so they came in at $1,830 in the year for their expense on the regens. After the two-step treatment, keeping the fuel treated, annual regens dropped to the same. They went from 36 to six. We saw the exact same reduction in regens that we did on the big rig as we saw on the 550 Ford. And that brought, that was a total expense of $135 in product uh, for an annual expense of $439. So they saved $1,400 uh, in, in downtime, labor expense, fuel, def, regens, and uh, burnt fuels in there too. So we try to calculate everything to make it a fair, you know, apples to apples test. And it really goes to show that keeping that fuel treated, um, and this doesn't even compute into their mile per gallon savings that they would have, you know, those are different studies we did. This was just a study on the DPFs to, to show how much you can save and how much you can reduce uh, regeneration uh, cycles in the truck. That's a lot of really, well, it's very impressive data and it, it's things that people are, are going to want to know. Cause I think, um, you know, you mentioned earlier, you know, that I've learned a lot with fuel additives and I have because <clears throat> through <Yeah>. these, <laughs> through these episodes and, and the questions, and I find it very fascinating. And I know people are very passionate about, um, their fuel, their engine, their fuel economy, their maintenance costs, lowering, you know, their costs. And so when we're talking about stabilizing the fuel, um, cetane and, and then cleaning the fuel system, I thought, okay, but how much does it really reduce regens, if at all? And so to see these these studies and the data, I mean, that's just 
on you know two examples um and i did now with the mileage was that something that that was part of the study like how much say that f550 was driving per year um i don't know if i have that or not if you're talking about mile per gallon savings um i don't know if we calculated that in this study we've done other ones this was specifically monitoring regens um but i could find out for you if we did have that in here yeah, I was just I was just curious how much, um, you know, if they're trucks that are, you know, stop and go every day, or you know, we have some listeners who are right. crisscrossing the country all the time and and everything. Just how important it is to be able to reduce those well, costs. Yeah. And you know, that's also why when I think when we were uh, proposed this test by the city of Columbus, they came with the Freightliner, and we also kind of wanted to extend that to. That's why we got a, a six seven. A power stroke in the study as well because we knew that was more kind of our customer as well and and yeah you do see you know their approach and a lot of times it's just the same with a lot of the fleets we work with they, they're looking at maintenance cost um so they really wanted a heavy view and they had good data on how much this stuff cost them down to you know the downtime i hear that all the time from my fleets they'll pay a lot of money to have their trucks running you know, it's like, it's the downtime that kills them. And especially when you have to do forced regens on some of these older trucks that are that are struggling. Again, anytime you can reduce those number of, of regens, it's money in the pocket of these fleets. And they can keep their trucks on the road running and rolling. Some of them are a lot of stop and go. Um, they're, they're a lot of idle time. Other ones are, are almost treated kind of like our, our regular, you know, passenger trucks are. Uh, I think the, the what we really wanted to see was was how much we can reduce the regions. That's more identifiable to your average guy out there with the truck that's got a DPF system. Um, and every time, the way I always think about it, like is every time there, there, there's like I said earlier, there's a lifespan of these DPF systems until you start having problems. So it, I don't know what the number is, but they all got so many regions in them. So the slower we can use those up. The, the better. And, uh, and this just goes to show that, you know, treating those, you know, three things, keeping the injectors clean, keeping the cetane up and make sure the fuel stabilized uh, can drastically, not just like, you know, shave a, a regen off or two. I mean, it can drastically reduce your regens and that's better for everybody. That's better for the guys monitoring a fleet and the expenses. That's better for the, the guy at home. That's got a nice truck in the driveway that he wants to keep the value on and not have to put money into uh, repairing a, a very expensive inefficiently built system. Yeah. And I like how this is all part of a larger maintenance plan um, because there's, there's so many benefits to it, which anyone who, you know, if they just heard this episode first, definitely go back and check out our other ones that we've done with, with hotshot secrets and, and the topics that, uh, that, uh, that you've covered with us. Um, But there really is no solution that's out there for, DPFs. Um, I mean, I know there's ways that they can be cleaned and stuff like that, but I hear so many times from people that they have to get a new one and how expensive they are. And sometimes they have to wait um, six months, eight months, a couple months. And just, it's such a proactive way to potentially avoid it that it's just like, it's a no brainer to me. (laughs) Spot on. And I'll tell you what, we've been doing a lot more of the work in the heavy duty side of things this year really kind of dove hard into it and at the beginning of the year i was at quite a few uh 
heavy duty shows, um, class six through eight stuff. And, uh, uh, it was a learning experience for me. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm more comfortable with the normal size trucks, we'll call them. But, uh, what amazed me was at some of these big trade shows, I kid you not, I bet you half of the vendor booths there were some sort of DPF replacement, DPF cleaning, DPF reviving there's all this new technology in out and there's a huge marketplace for treating the poor dpfs and and uh recyclable ones and, and ones you can clean yourself and then certain chemicals that can clean that we don't quite believe in we've been testing we don't see what some people are claiming but we'll see um there there's it's a huge part of the market now because it's such a problem yeah and but it seems like all the solution and all the opportunity and that's America. That's how it is. You know, when there's, when there's opportunity, business is going to be created for it. Well, that goes to show you how much of a problem it is that so much of the industry right now is focused on cleaning these DPFs out while we're sitting over here on the lubricant side saying, well, let's not get there. You know, this is where you can actually do some preventative maintenance. Um, It's obviously a problem. The market shows you that the industry shows you that there's, a lot of money going into repairing these, replacing them, cleaning them, or the best thing I can tell you to do is prevent that. Start with preventative maintenance uh, now. Um, it's going to save you a lot of money down the road. Hopefully push that DPF down the road longer. So, you know, maybe they'll figure out how to make a better DPF system. Maybe one of these many different styles of cleaning agents and, and, and ways that are coming to the marketplace now. Um, we'll start to get dialed in a little bit better and we can be, you know, more successful, but you don't want to deal with that. You, you, you want to avoid that. And, and there are ways to do it. And, and this is one way you can do it on the lubricant side to, to treat the fuel and avoid that problem or, or push it down the road as far as you possibly can. Yeah. Well, and especially you've talked to us about how fuel quality can change from pump to pump and it's just, it, it's all over the place and being able to take and improve the quality of it, no matter where you fuel up, um, what state you're in, what city, that's, that's so important as well. I think as far as like a long-term strategy, um, you know, with it is just consistently treating the fuel, addressing the issues, um, that it has inherently and having sort of a long-term plan to be able to keep that DPF as clean as possible and reduce the amount of regens. So I think it's something where, it fits into the way that I think about fuel now is not just using it sparingly or every now and then, but having it be part of my daily, weekly, you know, maintenance plan for my truck. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I hear it often where people say, um, oh yeah, I, I use a fuel out of, you know, I, I throw something in, you know, every third or fourth fill up or something or every other, or, or, and I ask the same people the question of, like on like in the gasoline world, if somebody's using premium gas or something, do you throw premium in every once in a while or religiously? You know, and it's it seems to be uh, we don't have those options on the diesel side. We get that same forty pump that everybody, whether you want good fuel or not. So we have to be in control of making our diesel fuel premium fuel, and and you can do that with additives. And again, we make gasoline additives too. Um, so we're not just pushing these 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 diesel fuel additives for the sake of selling them because i'll tell you right now gasoline is a much more highly refined product there is 
a lot less problems to fix in gasoline. Um, it's pretty good at straight out of the pump, even your lower octane stuff. I mean, it's a whole different world. There are a lot of products for it that you may not necessarily need out there. Um, that's why, you know, we, we kind of stay to the stuff that actually works and shows a gain and a benefit, but on the diesel side, it's all poor. It's poor fuel. There is not really a good example of good diesel fuel from any pump you can get out there. So you're in control of, of making that fuel a premium fuel. And you can do that. There, there are good additives out there um, that can, that can hit the right spots uh, to, to, to bring, you know, that fuel up into a better spec. Um, and, And obviously you and I have talked a lot about some of the other ones. This is just another example of, of something that you don't think about every day, but it's going to preserve some long-term expensive on a, on a DPF system. So just, just it's just one more reason why you need to be treating your diesel fuel in every single tank. You need to be doing it. I think especially for the the newer truck owners that are not truck owners, but <clears throat> diesel truck owners, they come from the gas world. And when I think back to my time when I had it, I never I never thought of a fuel additive for a gasoline vehicle, and. It's, like you mentioned, it's just such a different world in diesel. I think it can be, well, diesel feels good. It's going to be just like, you know, the gasoline that I ran before and I don't need to run anything in it. And I've really been educated over the last couple of years, um, you know, with these episodes and these different topics that we've discussed. It's just how poor it is and how much improvement that there is. Um, and not just with the DPF, because we think of trucks that don't have DPFs. Well, there's still a fuel system to clean. There's still fuel to stabilize. There's still fuel economy. Um, there's still all these other all these other benefits. But I thought this was a, a fantastic topic because I've never really been able to point, you know, a listener to something and say, "Hey, this is how you can help reduce your regens or you can protect your DPF." Until you brought you know this topic up, and I thought, "Oh, this is going to be fantastic to chat about" because I never really have anything to say other than. Uh, you know, maintain your truck, you know, drive it, (laughs) (laughs) you know, that kind of stuff. So I think that that study um, or that white paper that you guys have is really interesting as well. We'll definitely link um, down below to it so people can read it or look at the infographic, but yeah, it's a, and you know, they can always, we, we, we appreciate phone calls and anybody wants to call in and chat and um, walk through these type of studies. We're happy to do so. So uh, we like getting this education out. That's why we love your program so much. You always have such an eager audience that, that that wants to learn. I love the fact that how how eager you are always to learn and 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 how far your lubricant knowledge has come. Uh, maybe and you mentioned maybe maybe one time we'll do a, a breakdown on uh, on what comes out of a barrel of crude because there's all these cuts they take out of it. One of the first nastiest cut they take out of it is diesel fuel, and <laughs> gasoline's at the very very end once like the really good stuff's coming. So it's a uh, it, it, it goes to show exactly what we're what we're dealing with in the diesel world and uh, um, why this stuff is so important. What's uh, now for the people that do have questions, they want to either call or they want to email in or reach out to you guys. What's a what's the best way to be able to get in touch with Hotshot Secrets and you know maybe ask about what we chatted about or some of the other products that you guys have, which we've covered a lot of them and, and it's really cool how much you guys offer for for truck owners. But I know there's specific questions people have. Maybe I didn't think to ask it. Um, or they just, you know, really want to get technical. I want to talk to, you know, an expert there. Yeah. Um, you can find us on social media. Um, you can message us through that way. Uh, Chad likes to take those, gets those. 
you can call us directly. Uh, 847-947-2647. Ignore that. Uh, I'll post it later. Uh, I don't have I don't have it memorized. But our number's all over the place. You can find us on our website. You can message us through social media. You can call us. You can find me out at races all the time and stop by one of our booths talk to talk to the guys we have at at the, the races and the trade shows and um we we really try to educate all of our staff and when we run into a dead end we have a wonderful r d department here uh with some of the best tribologists in the world i'm giving him a shout out he's over there right now uh aaron and a great group here so we love to talk this stuff so even if it has nothing to do with our products if 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 you're trying to get uh, educated on this type of stuff. Um, we learn from our customers. Uh, that's how we find issues and develop new solutions and new products. So we love to keep that two-way uh, line of communication open. So feel free to reach out to us in any way you can. Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time today, Kyle, and this really fascinating topic. And I think it's going to help a lot of a lot of truck owners out there. And I appreciate you connecting the dots from what I thought were the standard you know, kind of ways to treat diesel fuel and have it apply towards these newer ones and being able to protect the DPF, reduce regens. Um, it, it really got me interested. It was very fascinating to to kind of make that connection and go, okay, now I see, now I see some other ways we can, uh, you know, protect our trucks. So it was really great to chat with you. Thanks, Patrick. Glad to be on. Look forward to talking with you again. Don't forget, diesel fans, make sure and head on over to Kershaw.kaiusa.com. Use code 23diesel20 for 20% off site-wide. It's a great way to save some money, get some really cool gear if you need it for EDC or hunting, fishing, um, something to have around the job site um, or the house. They've got a bunch of different models, um, and they, they really design their knives to be any sort of budget and any sort of use. So they've had a ton of new releases in 2023, but one of their newest ones are the Duralock models. So the, the blade's made out of D2 steel. They've got a bunch of different blade shapes, um, handle designs, and the opening and closing mechanism keeps your fingers away from the blade um, when you open it, which is really nice for something that, you know, I, I use, I have a couple of them, use them every day. So, um, you know, in and out of my pocket, opening boxes, things like that. Uh, it's a great way to just have that confidence, um, you know, in, in the knife that you're carrying. So if you're in the market, definitely make sure, head on over to their website, use 23Diesel20 for 20% off site-wide. Also want to give a shout out to some of our Patreon supporters, Tyler Lowen at 23Diesel, um, John, J. Cole, all of our other Patreon supporters, all of you who subscribe on YouTube podcast apps, any of our social media pages that we have. Um, we appreciate all your support here in year seven of the Diesel Podcast. We've got a lot of big shows coming up, and we appreciate your continued support and look forward to bringing you more of the episodes that you want to hear in 2023. Until next time, keep the shiny side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.